Yo, Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to another episode of Nikki Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, Amy Nicole, and I would like to welcome you and thank you for tuning in with me another week. And I would also like to encourage you and remind you to rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think this podcast is, right? Um, so let's get right into it, right? Um, I am back, fresh from Jamaica. I had my Queen's Power Trip Jamaica um, girls trip out there was from the 14th to the 21st. And then I decided to stay. I always stay, um, a few days later just to relax, relate and release because taking in, um, a lot of people's energy as an empath, it can like deplete you. So, um, after all of my events, I always take time, um, just for self, just to reflect and to like recharge my battery um, Florida water myself up and down, um, cleanse and recharge my aura and all of that. So I had an amazing time with the ladies. Um, we hit all the major cities in Jamaica. We did, I took them to Kingston. I took them to Ochi, which is Ocho Rios. I took them to Mo Bay, Montego Bay, Negril. Um, yeah, we did, we did everything. We, we horseback rode in the, in the beach. Um, we had yoga, um, we did a catamaran cruise, an all-inclusive catamaran cruise. We went to Bob Marley's home. Um, we did the white or river rafting. We did everything, you know, like, and the girls was like, oh, I just, I just love this so much. And some of the girls had been before, but hadn't been to um, the places that I took them. So um, it's always really cool to see women come together, strangers and lead as sisters. So shout out to all the women who participated in the Queen's Power Trip Jamaica for 2019. Um, thank you all for making it sell out. And I had an amazing, amazing, amazing time um, bonding and loving up on each and every one of you. To everybody who has seen the pictures on A Tribe Called Sis, that is my sisterhood page on Instagram. It's at a tribe called sis. Um, and who have been asking me if I'm going to do it again. I did say that I was not going to do it again. Oh, and that's another thing that we did. We went to Reggae Sumfest, which is the biggest, um, the biggest reggae dance hall show in the world. And when I tell you Spice did her thing, Spice came out and she did her thing. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Beanie Man's performance with Bouncy Killer. It was all lit. Um, we just had a great girls trip. But anyway, I digress. I will be doing it again next year. Um, I am about 99.9% sure that next year will be the last Queen's Power Trip Jamaica. So um, if you are interested in coming along with us, and we had a spa day. We had so much stuff. That's why I keep saying, oh, yeah, we did so-and-so. We did so-and-so. It was it was like the best week ever. Um, make sure that you are following my sisterhood page at A Tribe Called Sis and also our website, www.atribecalledsis.com. You can go over and subscribe to our mailing list um, to be the first to know. And I will tell you this, and I'm not trying to be um, a grandeur or anything like that, but um, all of my events sell out. So if you all really want to um, come out and participate and experience everything, make sure that you sign up to the mailing list or sign up for the mailing list, I'm sorry, and that you are following um, the Sisterhood page, A Tribe Called Sis. And you can also follow my page, which is Nikki's Thoughts, N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S, um, because once the slots go, they go. I cannot add um, more people because, you know, van space and all of that. So um, make sure your name is in the number and you are um, subscribed to the mailing list. So um, if you have ordered some black sauce um, while I was away, I am processing orders. Okay. So I am shipping out orders daily. 
So thank you for your patience for all of my Black Sauce customers. Um, I went to Jamaica. It, 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 I went to go see family, um, friends, and just hang out and do the girls' trip. But of course, um, whenever I go home to Jamaica, I, I, I have to pick up things for Black Sauce because that's where um, Black Sauce was birthed, was in Jamaica. So um, I have brought back my um, Jamaican sugar cane and my castor oil and my coconut oil and all other types of things for my um, organic bath and body line that you all love so much. So I will be pumping out more um, Good Dick Glow Oil, Sweet Pussy Oil, um, summer of hoe, and remember, summer of hoe is just for the summer. So if you all love it, um, make sure you stock up. You know, you make sure you get your last bottles in because after Labor Day, summer of hoe is like uh, the swimming pool. After Labor Day, that's it. That's it. Same thing with um the Good Dick Glow Oil, the summer edition. That's it. So make sure you head over to www.blacksaucebrand.com and order your oils. I also have Yoni eggs. I have Yoni steam. I have apparel. I have accessories. I have healing crystals. I have holistic care items. I have everything. Black Sauce Brand is your one-stop shop. So make sure you head over to www.blacksaucebrand.com and shop. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Black Sauce Brand. So without further ado, I wanted to talk about this week long distance relationships. I understand that we are in a world where people are diving in DMs, where people are, I don't know, social media dating, or, you know, you find somebody that you have a connection with, but they live, stay on the West Coast, you live on the East Coast, or the other way around. And, you know, long distance relationships are becoming a norm. You know, you have this worldwide web, and you have this beautiful thing called technology that allows us to reach out and touch other people in other areas. So um, I've had a lot of inquiries about long distance, what I thought about them, you know, if I had any tips, um, if I had any input or anything. So I've been wanting to do this podcast episode for a minute and to just uh, self-disclose a little bit. After I divorced, I think I got divorced 2012. It's been so long, so long, but so rewarding. Um, every relationship that I was in after my divorce has been long distance. So like um, when I when I got my divorce, when I got my separation and my divorce, I chilled for like a year. A year I didn't date. I just got myself together. I finished up grad school um, or did I start grad school? One of those. No, no, no. I think I was like, what did I don't know? It's been so long ago. But um, I worked on myself. Um, when I got divorced, I really like put that mirror up to my face. And I just was like, I don't want to go through this again. You know, um, so let me learn about myself. Let me learn about what I like, what I don't like. I mean, I met my, my ex-husband when I was like young. I was 20. You know, um, so as a, how old was I when I got divorced? As a 28-year-old woman, um, going from 20 to 28, um, a lot of things that transpired, you know, I grew. Um, and I had to know who the hell April Nicole was, you know, and what the hell does April Nicole want? Because April Nicole is not going to waste time on bullshit anymore. And if you all have um, listened to me long enough, I always say that um, I try to learn my mistake the first time. I'm the type of person I don't have to learn something. I don't have to keep bumping my head up against the wall. You know, I like to work smarter and not harder. So when I got by divorce, I really had to like chill out and like, what does April want? You know, and is April at a level where she can um, give what she expects? Because, you know, a lot of times when we date, we know what we want, but we're not the type of the person that we want. You know, we're not bringing shit to the table that, you know, we feel like, you know, we we deserve or whatever a lot of times. Um, so I just wanted to make sure. So anyway, um, my, I think I had, I want to say three, three relationships. The first one, um, the young man lived in Boston. 
um, or Dorchester, right outside of Boston. The second one, um, the young man lived in the district. And then um, the third was Patrick, and um, he stays in Brooklyn, New York. So I know a little bit about long distance. Um, I've, I've had long distance relationships. They really didn't matter to me back then because, you know, um, I was in grad school and then I began my PhD program. And so like I was preoccupied. So I was like, you know, I really don't want anybody up in my face all the time. I really don't want to be going out every weekend or going out every night or stuff because I got shit to do. I got things that I need to accomplish and everything. So um, long distance relationships, they worked for me up until um, I started to settle down, you know, um, after I moved back to, um, the DMV area and I bought my house and, you know, all right, now I'm, I'm, I'm finishing up this PhD. Um, I'm, I'm settling down. I'm laying my roots down. I'm, I'm becoming, I'm becoming stable. So it's like, mm, no, yeah, long distance relationships, they're not for me anymore. Because I want someone with me um, every night. I want some, not every night, but I, I want something. I want a relationship that is tangible. I want someone who, if I want to see you, I can call you and we can meet up today or tomorrow. You know, not, oh, well, you know, on the weekends or, oh, every other weekend. Like, I'm I'm not a fucking minor. Um, don't do visitation with me. You know, I want to see you when I want to see you. See you, excuse me. And that's just where I am with it. Um do do long distance relationships work? I wanted to do a poll on it today, but I was so busy. Um, but do long distance relationships work? I would say they do. And I'm going to say the short answer, the secret to the short answer is at some point, somebody's going to have to move. Like that's the secret to it. At some point, either you or her or him is going to have to move. So if that's not it, because I've heard people, I know people who are in long distance relationships and don't nobody want to move. You know, um, one person lives in the DMV, the other person lives in Arizona and don't nobody want to move. And I'm like, how's that going to work? You know, I don't care how, and I'm an introvert. I am, I like my space. You know, I like to joke and say, if I was to ever get married again, we need to have separate houses. I know when the house next to me went on sale, I was like, hmm. It'd be real cool if I had me a little fiance right now because he could buy that one right next door and, you know, we can meet in the middle somewhere and, you know, spend time, whatever. But no, fuck that. I don't care how much you want to be by yourself or whatever. At some point, somebody got to move. At some point, somebody has to get closer. Who the hell wants to be in a distant relationship for the rest of their life? Who? Who can I run to to share this empty space? Who? So. Um, without further ado, I want to really talk about um, some tips, you know, how if you are um, in a long distance relationships, if you have just found yourself in a new one, maybe you haven't been in one before. Maybe you've been in this for a minute and you're like maybe gotten stagnant. You've kind of reached a plateau and you're like, how can we make this fresh? How can we press reset? How can we do all of these things? So I just wanted to compile a list of tips of how to make long distance relationships work because I want us to be positive and I want us to be solutions based. You know, don't listen to people who say they don't work. Don't listen to people who say, oh, you're stupid, whatever. If this is what you want to do, cool. The only thing is the shortcut, the cheat sheet, like I said, is somebody got to fucking move. Who is it going to be? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be them? You know, so Anyway, without further ado, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Okay, so like I said, you have people who feel like long distance relationships, they're just not going to work out. You know, you may have your girlfriends or your guy friends who are discouraging it, like, don't do it. You know, it's a waste of time. You know, perhaps they're telling you that, you know, if you have met somebody and that's another thing we're 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 in summer. You know, you may have a summer fling. You may have. I don't know. I just came out from Jamaica. I did meet this guy, um, this really cool dude, and he was like, uh, so long, long distance related? I, no, I don't do those. No, you, you, you should have met me about a couple of years ago. I have reached my quota, sir. I don't do that. I'm not in that life no more. 
I didn't gave my heart. I didn't gave my life to the motherfucking uh, local Christ. You got to be local. You got to be. You got you. You got to be here. If if you can't, then you know I don't have anything for you. I don't have anything to say to you. So um, that's another thing. Summer flings, um, summer things going on. You might be traveling. You might meet somebody and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, this is a, a prime and pristine time to talk about long-distance relationships. So, your friends, your families, your co-workers, your buddy, whoever the fuck you a shoulder you cry on or whoever you tell your business to, they may tell you not to take it too serious. You know, because they're like, you're going to get your heart broken. You don't know what they're doing. They don't know what you're doing and all of that other stuff, which can be true. But we're going to be optimistic, right? And we got these tips to to combat that that we're about to get into. So nobody says that this is going to be easy. I do not want you all to think that a long-distance relationship is a walk in the park because it's not. The extra distance, it makes many things unachievable, right? Things may get complicated and you could get sad and lonely at times. However. If you listen to these tips and if you're very serious and the other party is very serious, I'm thinking and I'm rooting for you and my Tyra Banks voice. I'm rooting for you that this shit is going to work. Right. So, you know, um, the extra distance, it makes simple shit like sweet being able to, you know, look at the person. You know, uh, them being in your presence, you know, eating together at the same table, feeling their touch, walking together, smelling them. You know, these little things, you know, um, are what you're going to be lacking. So what you need to do is there are other things that you can do. I don't like the word overcompensate. There are other things that you can do to fill in those blanks until you can reach out and touch them, until they are tangible to you and you can see them and you can smell them and you can use all of your motherfucking senses and everything with connecting with them. So, um, again, long distance relationships, they're tough, right? But they're workable if we got a plan because we don't want to dream. You know, we see what happened to Brother Martin. Unless we got a plan and everybody is on the same page. So, the first tip that I have is we got to avoid excessive communication. And I know y'all might be like, what you mean? You know, you can't ever talk too much. I'm not seeing a person all the time. You know, what you mean avoid excessive communication? Yeah, we got to avoid it. You know, um... It's, it's just unwise to be talking all the time. Y'all don't have to talk 24 hours a day to keep the relationship going, okay? Many couples think that they need to compensate for the distance by doing more. And this is not true. And it might only make things worse because you'll get tired of the person. You get tired of them calling you all the time or you calling them all the time or or, or you can't even hang out with your friends because they on the phone or or they they can't even hang out with their friends because you on the phone. You know, they friends going to be despising you and your friends going to be despising them, you know, so chill out on thinking that you have to communicate all the time because you don't. Now, I'm not saying go two, three, four, five, ten days without talking to each other, but I'm saying that y'all don't have to be day in, day out holding a fucking phone to your ear or holding text messages, you know, in your hand and stuff. Live your life, you know, give them a little space, you know, because that shit is going to get old quick, old, 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 quick. And you don't need that, you know, remember that less is more. Don't spam them. Don't be all up in a phone with this and that. You know, you are only going to exhaust y'all selves. That's what y'all are going to do. Y'all got nothing but time. Clearly. You know, so why are y'all trying to pack it up and like, oh, I got to talk and this and that. Like, what's the rush? You know, it's really about teasing at the right moment and tugging at the right spots. Remember that. Next, see a long distance relationship as an opportunity. You know? Especially if the goal is to live together, because if you want to live together, you have to learn how to live apart. You know, view this as a learning journey for the both of you. See it as a test of your love for each other. You know, instead of thinking that this long distance relationship is pulling you two apart, you should believe that through this experience, the both of you will bound together even stronger. 
you know, you guys are going to come out strong, you know, and, and talk about this testimony to y'all grandkids. Oh, I remember we was away from each other and all this other shit, these Pearl Harbor stories, World War II stories, or whatever the fuck you want to tell them. But yes, see it as a test, you know, see it as a we're apart now. What I can say is um, my relationship with my ex-husband, it started off as long distance. Like when we met each other, we were like best friends. He had a girlfriend. I had a boyfriend and I got deployed. So during that year of deployment, um, cause I had broke up with my boyfriend before I, I, I left cause I wasn't doing that long distance shit. No. Um, but during that year of deployment, I really got to know him as a person, not the, the dude, you know, that I hung out with or the dude that I clubbed with or whatever, like my friend, but I really got to know him. And we became like really best friends. It wasn't clouded by sex. It wasn't clouded by premature decisions or this, that, and a third. For that year, we wrote each other. We talked on the phone. We emailed each other and everything. And that made us like grow um, a lot stronger. When I came back from um, my deployment, like <laughs> we married and here come Kingston. You know, so um, it's it, see 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 this absence as an opportunity to get to know them without being clouded by superficial shit that may fuck you up if you guys were in close proximity of each other, like sex. You know, well, you know, sometimes if you have sex too early, and I'm not one to put parameters on when y'all should be out here sexing people, but sometimes there are times when we jump the gun and we have sex too early. And it's like, if I could turn back the hands of time. So I was really appreciative of that, being able to just get to know him, let that mask fall off. You know, who are you? You know, that's when the representative went home, representative clocked out, and I really got to know him for who he was and vice versa. So think of that. Um, Next, you got to set ground rules to manage your expectations. Both of you need to be clear with what you expect of each other during this long distance relationship. Set some ground rules so that none of you will do things that will make or that will make the other person unhappy or that will take the other person by surprise. For instance, are y'all exclusive? That's that's, <laughs> that's the first question. Y'all exclusive. You ain't talking to nobody. She ain't talking to nobody. You ain't talking to nobody. He ain't talking to nobody. You know, are we really exclusive? Because that's really what it's going to boil down to. You're going to be worried about what they're doing without you and vice versa. So have we had that no bullshit talk where these are my expectations of you and in kind, this is what I'm willing to reciprocate. Have that talk. I'm telling you, do not bullshit. Do not pussyfoot around this talk. Have this talk. You need to, because I know I'm getting ahead of myself. You need to have this talk where you let them know where you are and they let you know where they are because you're not going to be able to have the luxury of opportunities to be in each other's presence to have your checks and your balances. You're not going to be able to do that. So what you need to do is to ensure that everything is on the up and up and we is on the right page. We on the same page. So if you ever find that motherfucker in another chapter or in somebody else's book, hello, hello. We didn't already set the motherfucking ground rules. And it's not like, oh, well, I thought, well, no, we never talked about. Or, well, you knew what it was. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. You need to be crystal fucking clear because this is your time. And this is your livelihood, you know? So please be upfront with that, you know? um, Is it okay for the other person to go on dates? Is it okay for you to go on other dates? You know, what is y'all's commitment level to each other? You know, it's better to be open with each other about these things. Trust me, you know, because of the, the, I'm a Virgo. Y'all know I got to do a Virgo reference every damn episode. So I'm going to let y'all know. What's that number one Zodiac sign? Um, And we don't like to not know. Virgos hate to not know. We don't like to guess. We don't like to scratch our fucking head. We don't like none of that. So ask your questions, please. You don't want to go up on Instagram and see him holding hands or see him snapping up in Red Lobster, busting down Cheddar Bay Biscuits with another chick, and you can't say shit because y'all ain't had conversation and all of that other stuff, so you sitting there looking silly. No, 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 no. We reclaiming our time. Auntie Maxine told us that the year before last. So we need to reclaim our time, and we need to have this no bullshit talk, okay? Next, 
try to communicate regularly and create and creatively, excuse me. Now, I know I said don't overdo it a few clicks back, a few tips back, you know, but it's all right to communicate, you know, regularly. And it's okay to be creative with your communication, you know, hit each other up every morning. Good morning, boo. Good night. Whatever y'all call each other, however y'all say good morning or good, good night, you know, start your day and, and end your day with them every day. That's a must. You know, how you doing? Good night. You know, on top of that, try to update your partner on your life and its happenings. However, you know, uh, regular schmegler degular that you think it is, you know, or however, you know, you may be like, oh, they don't want to hear about this. They may, you know, talk to them. Don't just think because there's distance, they don't need to, they only need to know about big things that are going on. No, they're dating you. You know, and just because there's distance doesn't mean that you don't have to tell them or you shouldn't tell them all the little things that's going on with you that you want to discuss. So talk to them about that, you know, and you, like I said, you may be surprised that they might be like, hey, you know, really entertained by your story. Now, next. Talk dirty to each other. Huh, because that sexual tension is at an all time high, right? Especially if we didn't have the conversation that we exclusive. Especially if we didn't have the conversation that we going steady, you know, and that with the what what they said in the days of our moms and our dads, we going steady. So if y'all going steady and you ain't talking to nobody and they ain't talking to nobody, we got sexual tension, just all the anointing. It's just going all up and down, radiating up and down your body, you know. So you got to release that. You got to. So, um, the sexual desire that the two of you have is like a glue. It keeps the both of you together and it stops you from drifting apart. And not only is sex a biological need, it's a necessity, but it's also an emotional one as well. So we got to keep them flames burning by sending each other teasing texts filled with sexual innuendos and provocative descriptions, sexy puns, you know, all of that. Um... Send a, send, send, a, send a nice send nice pictures. You know, of course, we got our news and all of that, and that's cool. But, like, I know what I used to do is I used to go to, um, I used to go take pictures. One time I went to, child, I went to Glamour Shots one time. Hell ass no, not again. And never again. And shout out to Glamour Shots, but I had a fucking traumatic fucking experience with my little boudoir shoot. So, you know, do you like a little shoot, a little photo shoot, you know, get you a little photographer or, you know, whatever. Be creative with your shit, you know, maybe send them a nice little steamy shower scene in the morning as you send their good morning on text. Surprise them at lunch. You, 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 you. Yes, we got to keep this shit steamy. OK, we got to keep this shit motherfucking caliente. So do what y'all need to do to keep that fire and that motherfucking desire up, okay? Y'all are motherfucking Rick and Tina, and y'all got to keep that motherfucking momentum, all right? So talk dirty, be dirty, you know, fill in all of that, them blanks and all of that other stuff. And when I see you and all of that, it's just going to be good when y'all finally do see each other. So, you know, it's a win-win. You know, it's a double-edged sword. So go ahead and get into that. Throw all caution in the wind. Be silly. You know, be creative. Be stupid. Be sexy. Be all of that. Show them all of you. Show them all of your sides and just be creative with how you communicate with them and keep them on their toes. Now, next, avoid dangerous situations. If you already know they're taking your raggedy ass to that club, or going drinking with your raggedy ass group of friends late at night will displease your partner. Why you doing it? Your ass don't need to be going. You know, you either don't need to do it or you need to tell your partner beforehand so that you can reassure them, you know, or address any concerns that they may have, particularly if they don't really rock with who the fuck you going with, you know? You might want to reassure them a little bit, or you're going to wake up the next day single. So think about that, you know? And also, it could be easy for you to fall into a trap which you, unconsciously or not, set up for yourself by hanging out with, you know, the, 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 the work husband or the work wife after work, 
or going out with a guy or a girl from your past who's been flirting with me, with you. Y'all know that shit. Don't, don't, what, what, what you doing? You know, y'all know what y'all be doing. You know, so no. Um, You need to recognize the dangers before entering into the situation. You can't just listen to your heart. You got to listen to your mind too. You got to listen to that intuition. If your gut is telling you, mm-mm, don't you go out, mm-mm, don't you entertain that, don't do it. And also what you can use as a moral compass is how would you feel if they did this to you? How would you feel if the shoe was on the other foot? Think about that. I mean, this is where I see a lot of shit. A lot of people get caught up when they be doing shit in their hometown with, with people of the opposite sex that they have no fucking business doing or same sex, whatever floats your boat, you know, that they have no fucking business doing and you didn't put yourself in this situation. Don't blame her. Don't blame him. You didn't did this because I'm willing to bet your motherfucking heart of hearts told your raggedy ass not to fucking get in that car. Told you not to go and hang out, not to go and do that, but you did it anyway because you was thinking about you. So don't do that. Next, y'all gonna have to do things together. Play an online game together. Watch a documentary on YouTube. You know, at the same time. You know, maybe Netflix, sync y'all motherfucking Netflix or y'all Hulu, your Amazon Prime, whatever the fuck it is y'all watching, Comcast, whatever, and watch TV together. Watch a documentary, a documentary together, excuse me, a sports show. Whatever it is that you like, you know, um, I used to watch the game with one of my exes. I don't remember which one it was, you know, but yeah, I used to watch, um, he was a big NBA, um, fan. So he would be like, you know, watch the game with me, babe. And I'd be like, all right, cool. You know, I turn it on and I'd be watching it while I'm going back and forth with my homework or going back and forth with whatever the fuck it was I'm doing. And it was pretty cool to like sit there and like, it was kind of like we were together and sometimes we'd FaceTime, you know, and just talk to each other and stuff. So that was like pretty cool. So, you know, you can also like, Skype, you know, sing to each other, take a walk together outside while y'all video call each other. Y'all can go online shopping together, buy each other gifts and everything. You see what I mean? Just be fun and like spontaneous and creative. Next, do similar things. Recommend books, TV shows, movies, music, news, and etc. to each other. When you read, watch and listen to the same things. When you read, watch, and listen to the same things, excuse me, you get to have more topics in common to talk about. And this is especially helpful if you feel like you're running out of things and you feel like maybe the conversation is getting a little stale. Okay, bring new elements to the relationship. Recommend shit, act shit, suggest shit, you know, and then build on it. Have a conversation about it, converse about it. You know, this is good, you know for the both of you. And, you know, it also helps create shared experiences, even though y'all are living apart, you know, you guys are still sharing experiences together. Next, make visits to each other. This goes without being said, but let's say it motherfucking anyway. Um, Visits, they're the highlight of every long distance relationship, of course. And after, you know, all the waiting and the yearning and the abstinence, child, I'm so glad I'm delivered from that. Um, you finally get to meet each other to fulfill all the little, little things like you kiss, you hold hands, you know, the tangible shit that I spoke about, you know, things that are common to other couples, things that other couples may take for granted, you know, um, but you all have been lacking or you all have been, you know, not able to experience, get in, you know, do that, you know, have those special and extra intimate moments, you know, that you can cherish. You know, on that plane ride back, or you got to listen, plane ride, you get on that Amtrak, you get on that track, you get on that hound, I don't know if you're catching the bus, Peter Pan, China bus, whatever, judgment-free zone, whatever mode of transportation you're doing, easy pass, your car, friend car, whoever, something that you can cherish, you know, something that you can flash back to, do all of that stuff, be silly, you know, be in love, be giggly, everything, when you, when you all are in each other's presence, Go all out. You know, don't be reserved. Oh, I want to. No, y'all haven't seen each other in a while. Be kids in love. Okay. Let his love have you looking so crazy right now. This is the good way that, you know, the love can have you looking so crazy right now. Not the bad way. This is a cool way of doing that. A healthy way. So fall in love. You know, uh, uh, fall into each other when you see each other. Next, have a goal in mind. I talked about that. What's the end result? 
You know, what do we want to achieve at the end of the day? How long are we going to be apart? What about the future? These are questions that y'all need to be talking about, you know, and discussing. The truth is no couple can be in a long distance relationship forever. I didn't told y'all that, you know, eventually it's going to be time to settle down. It's going to be time to settle down. So make a plan with each other. If y'all got to do a timeline, uh, uh, write that shit out on a whiteboard, you know, whatever it is that you need to do, um, mark down, you know, estimated times apart, times together, and draw an end goal. Who's going to move? You moving with them, they moving with you, or y'all going to move to a mutually beneficial area in the middle? You know, we got to have a goal. We can't just be willy nilly. We just in a long distance relationship and don't nobody got a fucking plan. This reminds me of when people get fucking engaged and they don't have a fucking um, engage, a, a wedding date. That it just reminds me of that. When I see people who are engaged and it ain't no wedding date, what's the fucking point? Why do we get engaged? You could have stayed a girlfriend. You could have stayed a boyfriend. What was the whole point? Because you got a ring now? No, that's pacifier. So it's kind of like the same thing. We got to have a goal. We got to have an end date. We got to have a plan. Because remember what, where we are with the dreams. We can't have no dreams, you know. But br- Brother Martin did that, so we wouldn't have to do that. You know, we need a plan, a tangible plan, a plan that can be worked out. All right? So have that goal in mind. Don't let them play you on that fucking goal, you know, because the goal may turn into you will have to set an ultimatum. You know, this is your time too. Don't y'all be in a long distance ass relationship forever and that shit don't take y'all nowhere. And you just wasting your motherfucking time and don't do that. You know, no bullshit talk. Y'all need to have a goal in mind, you know, write it on paper, a timeline. Okay, so I don't know, six months I'll start looking for a job where you are. You know, at the end of the year, I want to be moved in with you. Or, you know, uh, 2020, we need to have our own place. Or 2020, let's get married. You know, however you want to do it, this is your life. So I'm not about to sit here and tell you what you should do or how you should do. I just don't want you to be no fool. Okay? So think of that. Next, enjoy your time alone and your time with your friends and your family. Okay? You are alone, but you are not lonely. Unless you choose to feel like it. You don't have to let your world around a revolve around your partner. You still have you, you still have your friends, and you still have your family. Take this time apart to do more with your friends and family. Go to the gym more often, get a new hobby, binge watch shows. There are plenty of things for you to do that does not involve your partner. Don't become codependent in these um, long-distance relationships. That's the wrong answer. We don't need no codependency. You know, you are still your own person. You are still independent. You know, let's not get codependent on this shit because codependency leads to jealousy. Because nine times out of ten, they probably going to be living their life somewhere. And you over here pining away, waiting to talk to them, even though you just got off the phone with them. And you're making everything, you're centering your existence around them. And they're either going to feel uh, smothered and despise you, become disinterested or irritable. You know, so have your own shit. Just like you're supposed to have your own bag, have your own time. Have your own hobbies. Do your own thing. You know, you are an individual before you all begin dating. You know, you don't need to be checking up what you're doing. I want to talk to you. I just got to no, know. Go out with your friends and your family, please. Hit up a mall. Hit up a movie. Do something. Take a break. Time out. All right? Nap time. <sighs> Next, stay honest with each other. Talk about your feelings of fear. Your insecurity, your jealousy, apathy, whatever. If you try to hide anything from your partner, I'm telling you, the secret will sooner or later swallow you up from inside out. It's going to eat you up. It ain't going to eat them up because it's unbeknownst to them. You know, so be upfront, communicate. Don't try to deal with shit all by yourself. You got to be open and honest with each other. Let your partner help you and give you the support that you need. That's what you want a relationship for. Support. Shit. It's better to look at the problem during its initial stage than to only disclose it when it's all too late. So this goes for y'all, especially my sisters. Excuse me. I can't a red stripe just fell over. No, I'm from Jamaica. 
But um, this especially goes to you all, especially my sisters, who is something wrong with you and somebody asks you what's wrong with you and you say nothing. But you know it's something wrong with you. Don't let that shit fester because it's going to eat your raggedy ass up. And they're going to be on about their fucking business, doing whatever, living la vida loca, and you're going to be stewing in your fucking juices. If something bothers you, speak the fuck up. Don't wait till you get around your girlfriends and your amen corners or your mama or your coworker or whatever. You're not dating them. You know, they don't have a goal at the end of whenever y'all want to be together, whatever y'all plan is or whatever. They don't. The person that you're with, you and them have one. So that's another thing. Don't bring other people in y'all motherfucking relationships, you know? So um, be honest, you know, be open. If they do something you don't like, say something. Don't let shit ride. And you shouldn't be doing that in the first place. (sighs) Next, know each other's schedules. (laughs) It's helpful to know when the other person is busy and when they free. So you ain't bothering them and they ain't bothering you. Um, and also that's so you can just drop them a text or make a call at the right time. You're not bothering them. You're not encroaching and they're not encroaching on you. You wouldn't want to disturb your partner when they're in the middle of class or if they're halfway through a business meeting, you know, know the big and the small events, know what's going on with them, you know, know what is taking place in their life. You know, uh, I don't know, college midterms for, for my, my young brothers and sisters, you know, um, exams. Important business trips, meetings, job interviews, etc. This is especially essential when both of you are living in different time zones. Next, keep track of each other's um, social media activities. You know, I'm kind of slippery about this because um, when I date dudes, I I mean, I don't mind following um, them or being friends with them on Facebook, but I never go on their page. No. I mean, unless I see them on my... Um, coming down my timeline, but I'll never like go up on their page and check their comments. That's, that's not me. When you look for shit, I got enough shit overanalyzing what the fuck I do know. I don't need to add shit. And if I trust you, I trust you. You know, that shit can snowball into some bullshit. So you can follow up on each other's social media activities as a means of seeing how they're doing. You know, um, you know, uh, getting a, a snapshot into their life or whatever, but don't do it as a means of policing them. You know, keep it light, keep it innocent, keep it fun, like each other's pictures, but don't be pissing on them like in their pictures. Don't be, oh, oh, baby, is you know, leaving them comments that's unnecessary, leaving them emojis that's unnecessary. You know, y'all know when y'all be doing the shit. It's cool to leave comments. It's cool to leave uh, emojis. But some of y'all shit be unnecessary. I be sometimes on my Explore page or even like on social media coming down my timeline. And I be seeing girls and dudes just pissing on their damn uh, significant others. Like, damn, are you that? And, And people from the outside looking in can see that it's insecure. You know, like, oh, you really need to make it known that you're with this person. And nine times out of ten, the uh, person whose page it is never acknowledges them. And that's what makes it even more sad. Huh. Like, girl, oh boy, stop it. Um, So keep it fun. Like I said, you know, you can tweet each other. You can tag each other. Share shit on each other's walls. You know, show that you care. If y'all cool about that, then I'm cool about that. You know, if y'all like it, I love it. You know, it's a fun, it's a fun way that you can keep up with each other on social media. You know, sometimes it's not always that bad, you know, um, controlling, possessive type vibe. You know, you can be fun and cute about it. Um, So next. Gift a personal object for the other person to hold on to. So when I was in my long distance relationship, you know, when I was in the life, um, this was a favorite of mine. Like I would like wear like a shirt or something or wear something. I don't know. Uh, 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 a nightgown. I don't fucking know. And like I would take it off like the next morning and I would send it to the person. So it's not like me. You know, and they love stuff like that. Or like, um, I remember one boyfriend that I had, I, I he liked my bracelets because I'm, I'm always in a bracelet person. Now I do like the crystal bracelets. Um, and I would leave him one um, when I would, when we would part, you know, and when we would meet each other again, I'd take one um, or he'd still keep it. I remember one time he had like a whole fucking collection of them, like all my bracelets. And he liked stuff like that. That made him really happy, you know, to have a personal effect of mine with my energy on it. And the same thing with him. I had a boyfriend 
um, the young man who lived in Boston, he would send me like his shirts. So I would smell like him. Like I would put them on at night, like a nice little button down, like his work shirts. At the end of the, if his work day, he would send it to me and like I would get it and it would smell like him and I would sleep in it. And that was like enough for me, you know? So um, these little things, you know, gift each other a, a personal object um, of, of, of one another so that they can feel that energy of you on it and feel closer to you. You know, there's power in a memento, you know, it can be a small pendant. It could be a ring. Um, I don't know about that, but you know, um, if you got a little sterling silver ring or something, don't be giving people no grandmas or big mama's heirlooms. Don't be giving out heirlooms. Okay. Don't be doing that. Okay. Cause me and your family will lose all types of shoes up your fucking ass. If you giving away heirlooms to people, cause they don't have to give them back to you. All right. It can be a gift. Um, but give them things. You can give them a keychain. You can give them a collection of songs. You know, back in the day, we used to make mixtapes, mix CDs. Go, go back and do that. You know, fragrance. You know, we often attach meanings to the little things and items that are found in our everyday life, whether we know it or we don't know it. This is what we all do. We try to store memories and physical things in the hope that when our mind fails us, we can look or hold on to something that will help us remember. So this is why something so simple can mean so much to a person when others may see little or no value to it. Like, I didn't see any value to my bracelets, you know, like whatever. I have a million of them, you know, but um, my boyfriend did. You know, I didn't mind parting with them because, like I said, I had a million of them. But to him, it was the best thing in the world to get to. T- I remember, like, when I would kiss him, bye. And, like, I would, like, pull away from him, you know, like we'd be holding hands. Um, He would, like, take his other hand and, like, um, pull one of my braces off, you know, the, the hand he was holding, you know, and like, I have a smile on his face. Like, it'd just be like, pop off, like pop, you know, thank you. So, you know, I thought that was like really cute, you know, whatever. And like I said, I didn't mind. So next, yeah, I'll get a good messaging app, especially if this is a long distance type of relationships where y'all got different, um, international codes. You know, y'all across seas, middle seas and shit like that. Get a good messaging app. I love me some WhatsApp. WhatsApp is so good. I talk to my business connects on there when I need new uh, product and shit like that. I I do personal shit. I talk mama, kings, everybody. You know, friends, family, you know, folk in Jamaica, all of that. So get you a good messaging app. You know, this is extremely important because texting is going to be the most frequent and common way of communication that the two of you will have. You need a good messaging app on your phone that will allow interactions beyond just words and emojis. You know, um, I know some people use Line. Um, like I said, I use WhatsApp, but it's all up to you. Um, whatever it is that you all can do, where you can do like your little voice notes, where you can use your emojis, your stickers, you can send videos, whatever it is, you know, that you both like. Find your good fix and use it. Next, snail mail your gifts to them. I think that this is like so cool. Like we're in this technology age where we're just used to like, shit coming like automatically or quickly but like take it back a little bit snail mail some shit to them mail it regular you know mail each other postcards and handwritten love letters you will be surprised how many people love handwritten letters i love i love a handwritten letter i'll write one in a second you know send each other gifts across the globe from time to time you know, flower deliveries on birthdays, anniversaries, and Valentine's Day. Shop online. Surprise each other with cool shit. You know, sexy shit. Whatever it is you want to surprise them with. You know, mail each other shit. Everything doesn't have to be digital. You know, everything doesn't have to be automatic. Like, let some shit take time. Let them miss you. Let them pine away for some stuff. Let them, let them, let them um, build some momentum, you know, with you. Next, you won't have to stay positive because, you know, like I said, when we started, you might have your family telling you it ain't going to work, your friends telling you it ain't going to work, co-workers, whatever. But this is your relationship at the end of the day. This ain't about them. It ain't even about me. You know, this is y'all's relationship. So you got to stay positive. You need to be constantly injecting positive energy into y'all's relationship to keep that shit alive. The waiting can seem painful. Yes. And you can sometimes feel lonely, but you have to remind yourself that the fruits in the end will be sweet. Because remember, y'all got a motherfucking plan. 
Remember, y'all didn't put the shit up on the whiteboard. Remember, y'all didn't wrote the shit out. Y'all didn't sign a motherfucking contract, right? So we're going to stay positive because we already got this shit down pat. So we ain't got to worry about nothing. We on the same motherfucking page. We being honest with each other. You know, we giving each other our space. We communicating. We all of this. So we're going to be positive, right? One good trick to staying positive is to be grateful all the time. Be thankful that you have someone to love, someone who also loves you back. Be thankful for the little things like the handmade letters that arrive safely in your mailbox. You know, be thankful for each other's health, for each other's safety, for each other's interest, for each other's love. Be positive. You got a man, girl. You got a, a girl, man. You know, you got your get your booze. Yes, booze. You know. Next, keep each other updated on each other's friends and family if they like. Said friends and family. Don't be telling me about no motherfuckers I don't care for. I want to hear about your mama fucker. I don't want to hear about so-and-so. If you know that the person don't fuck with the other person, then don't. But update them on friends and family that you know it won't be triggering. You know, so let me say that. You know, um... If y'all want to talk about gossip, if y'all want to talk about scandal and all of that, kiki with your man, kiki with your girl, be fine. You know, do all of that. Keep each other up on shit that's going on, on the happenings and things like that. Send each other shit on um Instagram. You know, cute videos and, and shit like that. I don't fucking know. But keep each other up on what's going on. You know, like that's your partner in crime. Your partner, wait till I tell you this is your best friend. Um, next, video call whenever possible. Look in each other's eyes, man. Even though y'all can't see each other, y'all can still have that connection. You know, like back when I was doing uh long distance relationships back in the year of our Lord, what, 2013, 14, we have all this technology that y'all have now. You know, and I know that was just a few yesterdays ago, but we have all this technology that y'all have. You know, so video chat each other, you know, see each other, FaceTime, uh, Skype, whatever it is that, you know, if you have something on the messaging app that we spoke about, um, but see each other, have that connection where you can look into their eyes, where they can look into yours, where you can see them react to what you're saying and not just hear them, you know, wake up those other senses of yours, the sight, you know, where you, you can, and then you notice stuff about them, like you might like the way that she like giggles at your joke or you may like the way that he fuck I don't fucking know you might like you might pick up on some new shit when you see each other so like do your your video shit and that way y'all can also do your little freaky dicky shit on the videos come on now y'all talking to Nikki y'all talking to Nikki so yeah do your little freaky dicky shit and you know, singular, freaky dicky shit and and all of that stuff that's if you trust each other that's if you trust each other okay um, we don't need no more Tierra Marie's, but yes, that's what the fuck that you need to do. And also like, I'm gonna say this last, um, like come up with pet names, come up with terms and words of endearment for each other. You know, that only they call you or only you call them, you know, make it as intimate as possible. You know, you can't see each other physically, but you can also share intimacy in other avenues and other ways, right? So, um, yeah, these are things, these are tips that you all can use in your long distance relationship. Again, do I think long distance relationships can work? Yeah. However, they're only going to work if we got a plan. There's only they're only going to work if we're on the same page and at some point somebody's going to move um, and we're going to fill in this gap. You know, please don't be out here doing these long distance relationships willy nilly and and it's just forever and a fucking day. I know people who are in long distance relationships. They've been together for years. They didn't have children and everything. Homegirl raising these kids by herself. It's just crazy to me. You know, no, we need to close this gap. And I mean, like I said, there may be some people that don't want to close the gap. They cool with that. I mean, different strokes for different folks. I ain't fucking with it. But um, yeah, you can definitely do 
uh, a long-distance relationships, and they're also more common these days that we are in this technology um, era where, you know, you may fall in love with somebody on social media that lives a thousand miles away. You know, now what do you want to do? What is this person worth to you? What is the relationship worth to you? You know, and I'm going to tell you this. Don't let nobody drag your time. When y'all get the planning, when y'all get to that timeline and shit like that, and they dragging their feet, and they are, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, no, 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 you don't need to know. You know, don't let somebody just have their cake and eat it too. You know, and not just the cake, because you can have cake and eat it. You always think that if you got cake, you need to fucking eat it. I've never liked that analogy. But, you know, they got the cake. They got the ice cream. They got the motherfucking Chuck E. Cheese pizza. They got chocolate-covered strawberries on the motherfucking table. They got everything on the goddamn table. They just eating everything. Don't let that be you. You ain't no goddamn uh, uh, side piece at Thanksgiving dinner. You the whole feast, sis. And that's a quote of mine. Y'all probably seen it floating around, you know. You are a full feast of a woman. Don't you settle for no fucking pie slice of a man. No. And the same thing for my brothers. You a full feast of a man. Don't you settle for no pie slice of a woman. Ain't nobody cutting the slices out of your fucking pie. You know? So think of these things. Apply these things. And I wish you all the best of luck in your long distance relationship. You know? It can happen. You know? It's definitely doable. And I am at the end of my time. Um, Next week, I will be bringing back their Nikki. So if you have a dilemma, if you have something that you're going through, if you're going through some motherfucking going through and you need some, 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 um, some insight, if you need some help, some assistance, you can um, email me at anicoleinc at gmail.com. And that's A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E-I-N-C at gmail.com. You can um, write me a letter. I keep everybody confidential. I never say anybody's name and I will read it on a future episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast and I will answer it um, directly and I will answer it in kind. So if you have a dilemma, if you have something going on, if you need a word of advice, if you need an opinion, feel free. Shoot me an email. I will be starting that up next week as well as the I Saved You a Seat Award. I knew that this um, episode would be a little lengthy, so I didn't want to be rushing through. But again, my name is A. Nicole. If you want to follow me on social media, um, my Instagram is Nikki Stotts, and that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. And the same is true for Facebook. If you are on Facebook and you would like to follow me, um, my sisterhood page is a tribe called sis and there we do everything women empowerment sisterhood i talk about reclaiming your magic we talk about full moons new moons saging aura cleansing dieting we talk about everything like sisters you know like what you talk to your girlfriends about and um we are on instagram at a tribe called sis our website is www.atribecalledsis.com again if you want to get on queen's power trip Jamaica next year. You need to be subscribed. You need to be following so that you can get first dibs on when I will be releasing um, slots for that. Um, my store is Black Sauce Brand. You can um, shop online www.blacksaucebrand.com and also on Instagram. It's at Black Sauce Brand. I have a nonprofit. I just want my people to heal. Um, that is a <laughs> so it's a project that I came up with. Uh, where I bring awareness to mental health in the Black community and strengthen ties amongst um, Black men, women, and children. So my website for that is www.ijustwantmypeopletoheal.org. You can catch me on Instagram at I just want my people to heal. And I feel like I'm missing something. Um, oh, the Enrichment Center. If you have a child to be tutored from pre-K to post-grad, if you want to be tutored, college prep, STEM programs, um, scholarship scouting, anything that enriches you, personal development sessions, we got you. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Black Sauce Enrichment Center, or you can shoot us an email, um, Black Sauce Enrichment Center at gmail.com for your one-on-one tutoring for yourself, your children, or someone in your life. This is my time. I'm hoping that everybody had a beautiful day wherever I caught you on this podcast. And I'm hoping that everybody has a beautiful week. And I will see you next time. 
take care, family. And if nobody told you today that they're proud of you, I'm proud of you. And if nobody told you today that they love you, I love you. Peace out. I am your girl, A. Nicole. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. Bye.